Hey everyone, I'd like to welcome you and thank you for joining in the Unconquered Living podcast. This is the very first episode. I'm your host, G.W. Woods. I plan on looking into God's Word and doing a little bit of studying on day-to-day issues and things that we, we may encounter and we may find discouraging, things we find encouraging, how things impact us. And uh, I guess first of all, I should start off by kind of giving the background on how I came up with the idea of unconquered living and how uh, this whole thing came to be. Well, something that I've wanted to do for a long time and finally had the opportunity to do it. You know, we've been under quarantine from this coronavirus, the COVID-19, however you want to refer to it, the Rona, um, and not being able to gather with our congregation in Liberty Hill is kind of given... I guess given birth, they're kind of planted a seed on um, us live streaming and joining in on different different worship services with, with different congregations on how to reach out to other people who may not be able to leave their homes, uh, maybe those who are looking to gain a little more encouragement, a little more knowledge, maybe a little more advice from, from the Word of God, and uh, this is kind of how this came to be unconquered living how did that happen well for us to live an unconquered life uh, we have to figure out how to overcome and how to be conquerors so that we do not let the things of the world uh, conquer us and therefore we live unconquered well the only way that we can do that is through our faith and our our hope in Jesus Christ we find that in the Word of God so starting off with that I think a good place for us to begin is in John chapter 1 and in verse 1 where do I find this how do and how do I get this unconquered attitude how do I get this unconquered unconquered living how do I, how does this start with me I love. you've never studied the Bible if this is your first go around with that or if you've been a Christian and a Bible student for all of your life then I think we're going to be able to relate on this uh, on every level John chapter 1 and verse 1 says in the beginning was the word the Word was with God, the Word was God, and He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made, without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. So, this is speaking of Jesus Christ and Him being at the very beginning. Uh, in the beginning was the Word, speaking of Jesus. The Word was with God. He was part of uh, he was part of this, as it continues to say, the Word was God, and He was with God in the beginning. So, all of these things tying together, and it says in verse 3 of chapter 1, it says, Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. So, that just kind of solidifying and and affirming that He was there at the beginning. He is God, and He He became flesh. And he came down and he lived a life uh, just like you and I. And he he set that pattern for us. But the one difference between he and myself is, again, aside him being the Son of God, he was sent to die. He was sent here to die for my sins so that I would not have to offer up any type of sacrifice like that. Now, of course, this is just kind of setting the groundwork for things that we're going to be looking at. And that is going to be something that we're really going to concentrate on the further into our studies that we get. And I think John, the book of John, the Gospel of John, is where we're going to start this thing and and really roll with it. But 
moving on with with how this thing uh, kind of came to be in the book of Romans, which is actually one of my absolute favorite readings uh, when you get into Romans chapter 8, the Apostle Paul, and verse 28 is a verse that is a lot of time to use it out of context. It says, and we know that all things work for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. A lot of times we'll take part of that verse, the very beginning, Romans chapter 8 and verse 28. It says, and we know that in all things um, God works for the good. Well, you know, we, we've all heard uh, all things work together for those, you know, all things work together for good, right? But the part of that verse that we tend to leave out is for those who love him, those who love the Lord. How do we show our love for him? How do we how do we prove to him, or how do we show uh, that that we really do um, want to uh, want want to prove him uh, through us? Well, again, this is where us living unconquered uh, comes in. Chapter eight again in the book of Romans, in verse thirty-seven, he says, "Knowing all of these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us." And then in verse thirty-eight, he says, "I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor demons." Um, neither the present nor the future nor any powers nor height nor depth or anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord how awesome is that verse he says verse 37 in all of these things we're more than conquerors to him or through him who loved us and then he says I'm convinced in other words um, there's no doubt in my mind. He says that neither death nor life, there's there's nothing, neither angels nor demons. And we can we'll talk about angels in one of the future future episodes because I I really have a lot to say about them and demons as well as far as that goes. I guess you can't speak about one uh, without speaking about the other. He says neither the present nor the future. What has happened in the past needs to stay in the past. The things that happen in the future we don't have control over. So it's something that we don't even need to worry about. He says, nor any powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. How do we get there? How do we get this love? How do we end up being a part of this? This should be something that we read, something that we hear. Say, you know, everything that I see around me is temporary. Everything eventually goes away you know everything that 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 i touch it has a lifespan and things come things go you know plants we plant seeds they grow they die it's a fruit it's a vegetable we harvest it we eat it we see the trees and stuff around us that we've we've seen our entire lives we see them growing we see them dying we see things happening to them our vehicles aren't made to last and you know the buildings that we build Eventually, they, they're going to fall down or they have to be torn down. Everything is temporary. Our clothes wear out. Everything, the, the hair on our head, <laughs> eventually uh, grow gray and, and they go away as well. So we know that everything is, is just here for a very short time. And I'm 47. And it seems like just yesterday that I was out uh, on our little little farm out riding my bicycle around playing with my my cousin and and just doing the things that we that we love to do and now i'm married i've been married for 27 years i have, have three kids 
have a grandbaby, have a daughter-in-law. Uh, it's just a, a wonderful life that God has blessed me with. Now we've had our issues, we've had our troubles, we've had we, we've had some serious hiccups and some serious bumps uh, along the way. So how do you stay focused in these things? How do you uh, how how do perception? You know, how do I keep my eyes? How do I keep my eyes fixed on the goal? Well, Romans chapter one and verse sixteen, Paul tells us, "I am not ashamed of the gospel. It's the power of God." the salvation of everyone who believes, for first the Jew, then for the Gentile. He says, for in, in the gospel, a righteousness from God is revealed. Now, notice the, the singularity there. He says, a righteousness. And then again, he says, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last. Just as it is it's written, the righteous will live by faith. So there's a faith there. There's something that we have to acquire. So let's move over. In Romans chapter 12, how do we do this? What, what is one of the elements that that we have to look at in in, in attaining this faith and, and living in this faith and, and being a part of this? Well, Romans chapter 12, starting in verse 1, he says, Therefore, I urge you, brethren, in view of God's mercy, to offer yourselves or your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that when that, that you will be able to test and to prove what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. A lot of a lot of things in those in those verses. So just to kind of give you the background on where where I'm coming from with this podcast, I, I think this along with chapter eight. And then in, in chapter 12, in the first couple of verses, this is going to kind of be the, the focal point uh, of what we're looking at. He says, I urge you in, in verse 1 of chapter 12, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. And we really need to get into that. We need to get into it deeper. We're not going to take the time to do it today. That'll be on future podcasts. Maybe, maybe even the next one we'll get into that a little deeper, and I'll talk about exactly what I mean with that and presenting ourselves so this poses a question am I contradicting myself and what I'm saying we are we're living unconquered we have an unconquered life unconquered living but then here you're saying we have to offer ourselves as a sacrifice well when we when we are unconquered we have to surrender to attain victory we surrender to, to God, and we do that through Jesus Christ, and when we do that, we gain victory over our sins, which in turn, we gain victory over this world, which is exactly what the Apostle Paul is saying here. And he says, you offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, it's something that's holy and something that's pleasing to God, and he says, this is your spiritual act of worship. So it's not something that we just go to services on Sunday, go to church, if you will, and do that when we gather up. He says you offer this up as a living sacrifice. It's something that you do all the time, all day, every day. Now, don't get me wrong, this isn't where we're walking around with the Bible in our hand all of the time, shaking it at people, screaming at people, walking around with our heads down, bowing in prayer, not even looking at people or associating with people. That that's that's a huge misconception about those who uh, those who follow Christ. That's not what a Christian is about. As a Christian, when we live and we offer ourselves up as a spiritual sacrifice 
and we're giving ourselves up, then we find joy in that. We find peace in that. And when you find something good, when you find something uh, that's worth having, and then you want other people to have that as well. So what we're doing is we're, we're, we're showing the joy and, and the fulfillment uh, of that promise in our daily living and other people seeing this and them wanting to be a part of it as well. So other people are going to ask, why? how do you deal with this? How are you dealing with this? You know, you, you just lost your job or you just lost a loved one or this just happened or that, that just happened. You know, us living in, in the world and not being of the world, it's no, we're no different than the next person. We're still going to deal with the issues. We're still going to have the problems. We just have hope. And when we find this hope, we find a peace that comes with that. So what we have to offer up is hope in Jesus. Jesus gives us a promise, and we're again, we'll look into that. The, the more we get into this and the deeper we get, I don't want to spend too much time on it today. I'm almost out of time for, uh, for what I'm wanting to, uh, wanting to talk about. So uh, just some of the things that we're going to look at as we, we get a little deeper into this. You know, we're going to associate this with family. We're going to associate it with marriage. We're going to associate it with our jobs and everything that we have to do. Uh, in our daily lives and everything that, you know, everything that, that ends up becoming a stumbling block for us or a roadblock or however you may want to look at it. You know, they're fellow Christians. You know, I think one of the one of the hugest or most discouraging, um, most discouraging things about Christians is the, the fighting that we do amongst ourselves. And, you know, someone's going to look... Uh, someone that we're trying to convince to become a Christian, and, and we're fighting with each other, and we're telling them how wonderful this is, but we're fighting amongst ourselves. They're not going to want to have anything to do with that. So we can't portray ourselves as, as someone who's unhappy, someone who's fighting with people all the time. Well, we just can't do that because no one wants to. No one wants to be that person. No one wants to take a part in that. So those are my thoughts today. I appreciate you tuning in. And just remember where where we are coming from. Um, John, the book of John, if you're going to follow along with me, let's, uh, let's start in John chapter 1. I encourage you, read the entire chapter uh, of, of the gospel of John chapter 1. Uh, it's just a few, few short verses. It's, it's 51 verses, but uh, there's a lot, a lot in it and a lot that we can talk about. We won't get through the entire chapter next week, but we're going to start that. And we're going to talk about Jesus and John the Baptist, and, and we're going to look at... Uh, look at some things here in Jesus and how he's how he's the Lamb of God, and of course we're going to take some daily application and and we're going to make it work uh, work in our lives and see how we can benefit from that because if we're just reading and and looking at things and we're not able to make daily application then it's really not doing us any good. So I appreciate you joining in. We'll see you next time. Thanks.